Welcome back to the MassQ Get a Q podcast. My name is Brandon Hall. I'm pleased to be joined by a trio of expert tech directors today. Um, I'm joined alongside by uh, Jonathan Galishaw, who is the director of technology in Dartmouth Public Schools. Uh, Colleen, Colleen Terrell, who is in the Seekonk Public Schools, and Karen Winsper in the Norton Public Schools. Welcome, tech directors. Thank you, Brandon. Brandon. Thank you. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Thank hey, so this is us. our first like real roundtable discussion we've had on the Get a Q podcast. We had one sort of with John O'Neill and his students, but uh, in the last season, but here we are uh, with tech directors talking COVID and some of the challenges that we've faced here. Uh, and the major changes that have occurred in the last what ten months now uh, in our Absolutely. jobs, it's been uh, it's been a challenge. I know. I'm not that counting. That is an but understatement. It, it's been 398 sure. days, just so you know. 398 <laughs> days, but I'm not counting. It feels like 398 days in one yeah, it day. Does. Uh, <laughs> right. right. So, um, Jonathan, what sort of changes have you seen? Um, you know in the course of say pre so we i kind of look at things as like pre-march 12th and post-march 13th as mm. you know march yeah. 13th is kind of the, the the high i don't know the dividing line um since march 13th what challenges and changes have you seen in dartmouth well it's a i think what's amazing is on, on march 12th it, our world turned upside down and it became a fire drill um i was introduced to a word named uh, called zoom which I had never heard of before, except for a PBS station, uh, old car uh, television show that used to play in the seventies when I was a kid. I, used to, I loved it. It was called Zoom, but anyway, Zoom was introduced and it became like a banshee out of the out of the darkness. Uh, but coupled that with the fact the mad rush to get remote learning working, you know, we have always dabbled with it. We've always um, kind of uh, wanted to go in that direction. We had done one to one, eight through twelve, and we were. Um, taking it one step at a time, but then all of a sudden March 12th happened. So distribution of thousands of Chromebooks, um, uh, getting the teachers online, going to their houses, uh, trying to get laptops and, and such. And then the mad rush on the supply line, because uh, in so many cases, and I'm sure other tech directors have felt this way too, but um, but purchasing computers wasn't that easy and, and getting, getting them in, in, in good order was not that easy and enrolling them and such. Um, in some cases we waited months for computers. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're actually just getting some that we had ordered about four months ago and yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Now, Colleen, you were in the midst of beginning a one-to-one -one program. Is that correct? In Seekonk? Yeah, we had been planning um, for our middle school to go one-to-one -one through the year. And, you know, we're taking our time, really planning it out, figuring out how it was going to go. And then March 12th happened. It was like uh, out the window. Um, so we went from just our middle school being one-to-one -to, -one to actually our entire district. And if you look at it, almost all of our elementary kids have a Chromebook at home as well in the classroom. So we're, we're pretty much two-to-one. Uh, pre-K through five and one to one, six to 12. Uh, so thousands of devices, as Jonathan said, have been handed out to to parents and students and teachers. It, it's been a challenge. Yeah. And all of that planning that goes into a program like that has to happen immediately and, and falls on just a couple of people. Now, Karen, Norton was already one-to-one. -one, uh, we, were, we were almost fully one-to-one -one, okay. um, in March. We had students um, grades three to 12 who had Chromebooks. Our um, 
three, four, and five students, though, they were on carts. So the devices were, um, you know, in school. They didn't take them home, whereas our middle school and high school students kind of move, you know, were able to take them back and forth. So the challenge, and I don't know why I thought to send them home on that um, that last or, you know, potential last day. Sure. But I, um, three, four, and five, we had to dismantle the carts take the chargers and the Ugh. Chromebooks and send them home with the third, fourth and fifth graders like in one day. The, yeah. So uh, my, yeah. my small team, um, you know, knocked it out of the park and we were able to do that, you know, with the with classroom teachers who, who helped as well. Um, you know, so our issues were with our primary students, you know, because we had shared carts of um, iPads and did not have enough, in the district for um, all of those students. So that was more of trying to manage who actually needs a device at home, who has something that they can use. Um, and we were really just trying to collect every possible device that was left in district so that we could distribute to families in need. Yeah. And, and getting those, um, sorry, Brandon, no, but getting Ron. those Chromebooks out at first, we didn't send them home. And because we weren't one-to-one, that very first week after we shut down, uh, it was like a, a machine here. We had, my technicians were ripping apart carts, uh, teachers and our whole central office was jumping in and we were assigning Chromebooks, cleaning them, writing down every all the information and it was like clockwork. We had principals outside, we had teachers outside and all sorts of volunteers and parents drove up, they signed paperwork, they got the Chromebook and off they went. It was it was madness, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And I know the device in the spring. And we were in a similar position in Pembroke where we're not what we were not a one to one school district. And um, we had to, in quick order, find devices to give out to families that didn't have them. And in the same ways, we were ripping apart carts that we had a cart system in our middle school and high school. And then we were ravaging through classrooms that had, you know, eight, 10, 12 devices in each one. And we're trying to. Find similar devices, so at least our technicians knew when a parent called what what kind of thing they had to work on. Um, and you know, since then, we've thankfully gotten money from Cares and money from Desi to purchase devices. And you know, a, a five year plan was enacted in five weeks, as we've kind of jokingly said before. Seriously, yes. Uh, you know, and, and uh, sure, yeah. And so our group, um, the four of us, are part of a group called Skit that meets month monthly. Uh, when, you know, pre-C day, COVID day, March 13th. So pre-C pre day, we met monthly and we had all these discussions about planning and purchasing and how to do things. And um, all of that has kind of since gone out the window and become a virtual group. And all of that great planning has kind of, you know, <laughs> we, it's been panic mode since then, right? Um, yeah. How, how have you f found... <laughs> How have you found the way to get things out to people that they've needed that, you know, say you get out of a group like Skit? How do you share that information to your staffs? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, as you mentioned, the Skit group is invaluable. And the the meetings we'd have, if nothing else, were therapeutic um, because you'd, people were in the same boat you were. But that was a big factor, too, not just the, the district distribution of Chromebooks, but then the whole infrastructure or kind of logistics around ones that don't work, people that have problems um, getting them. And um, we've had to have open houses at night so people could come out and swap out Chromebooks and uh, 
uh, get some support through glass, you know, through plexiglass uh, on how to fix things. But I think it's it's just um, that's been a, a big factor too. But anything Skid has talked about has been invaluable because you you just don't want to reinvent the wheel. If people have a certain model of how to do something, I, I, we've always been very forthcoming about, okay, what has worked for you mm-hmm. very well? Because I don't want to re- reinvent it. I can share what I've learned and say, definitely try this product. Definitely do things this way. Sure. Um, and I think a lot of the pe- skit people have found that comfort. I know I have in people giving their testimonial to things. I would agree. And I would also add that it's like a collective brain power, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, we've got people who are new. We have veterans, um, veteran tech directors in the, in the group. And I feel as though nobody could plan for a pandemic and, and plan for the, amount of strain, we'll say, on the tech departments, because whether you had a small department or a large department, um, the scale in which you had to ramp things up was just bananas. That's my word of the year. Um, And I feel like Skit, you could always lean on the tech directors in the Skit group for help. And for those folks who don't know, SKIT is a special interest group from MassQ. Uh, we know now it's 25 years old. Some of uh, the members that started originally are still with us. So, uh, you know, that collective wisdom has been incredible. I know I could not have survived this craziness without all of you um, being able to email or pick up the phone, text each other. Like, what the heck are you doing with this? Especially trying to hand out all the devices that we had to hand out. And like Jonathan said, the, the infrastructure, is it going to handle all these devices that we're just throwing at it? How, you know, how are the teachers going to handle it? Where do I buy this? How do I get that? Just all of those questions that kept coming up were without this group, I don't know that we would have made it. I think I'd still be in a mess. Um, so it's, I just, so those that might be listening know that it's so important to have that professional learning network and we're lucky enough to have each other in a group that's been around for such a long time. Yeah. And, and, you know, one of the things that we talked about in our little pre-interview was, was about sustainability for some of these things that, you know, the CARES money was, was a one-time, um, sort of donation, I suppose, from the federal government to our districts. And so was the so was the Desi grant um, th- that this was money that we received as a one time offer. And for us, it was able to get us enough devices pre K through 12 to have one in every student's hands. Uh, we've also now had to add on all sorts of pieces of software to manage these things that we had never had to do before. How do you foresee yourself or your districts? keeping this sort of thing sustainable the the other thing we talked about was all the all the great free trials from these edtech companies in, in the spring like hey give a try to you know xyz product and you know let us know what you think and 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 uh, the teachers are like oh yeah it's great we love it we gotta have xyz um without really looking at the privacy policies which we'll forget for right now yeah, we'll just yeah. Focus on sustainability. How do we sustain this funding situation? Yeah, I'll be riding the getaway car. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who wants to go into the bank and rob it? I mean, I don't know yeah. what way we're going to be able to afford it. <laughs> right. So, so I think that the the challenges become, you know, what are the district's priorities, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're in a hybrid 
or fully remote versus fa fully face-to-face, -face, there's definitely some things I think we could scale back on depending upon um, the mode of our instruction. Mm. Um, but I have to tell you, one of the, the issues that we had was, you know, our littles who had never had devices mm. at home signing in and logging in to all of these programs. So mm. for us, a priority to try to keep, you know, our parents and families sane was trying to get a single sign on and, um, you know, kind of evaluating those and, and trying to use the free version mm. versus a paid option. And then, you know, for me now looking at, you know, we're in January and and so it's budget season for tech directors and, and districts, you know, now it is, okay, well, what are we planning for? We're planning for a fully face-to-face. -face, so which ones legitimately can I scale back on, but also which ones have been most impactful for, for students and teachers? And it's a significant cost to districts. Sure. Um, because I don't want to, think about all the growth, right? So. Think about the professional development um, that you know teachers have had to learn on the fly. You know, we're a small department. I was able to hire a digital learning specialist um, this year who has been um, incredible in supporting staff. Well, I don't want to go backwards, mm -hmm. right? And if I get mm -hmm. rid of some of the new software programs that are truly, you know, taking that one-to-one -to, -one to the next level, then what am I telling? You know, what is that? what message are teachers getting in that regard too. So it's, it's really hard. I don't know. Um, I don't know but what I, we're going to do. But I do think it's an approach that you have to, this is a, a kind of a shift in a paradigm that if you, I watched the evolution of internet access become something in the technology budget to becoming a utility like electricity, water, and so mm -hmm. on. And it was nice watching that because it's not something you argue about in this budget year, you pay the electric bill, you pay the water bill and so on. And you pay the internet bill. Well, we're probably in a situation like that too, where in regards to software, you you can't, it's not a tech problem, it's a district problem. And if you want to continue to 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 perform and do things, two examples I'm looking at is we had to, we kind of forced to upgrade to Google Enterprise mm -hmm. uh, for all the features. So there's an expense that you can't go back if you're going to do that. Uh, Go Guardian is our our filter. We had to extend it to uh, to the all the computers. Well, that wasn't what we did before. We did half of them, eight through twelve. Now we had to do to all of them. And again, the bait and switch that these companies a brilliant uh, business plan. Give it to them for free during the crisis, and then charge them as soon as it's over. Well, it did. It's over. It didn't end, and here we are. So we were we're forced to buy many of the things that we. Um, we got for free in the spring, which was a great lifeline, but there's always the other foot has to drop sometime. And then that's what happened. But it's the kind of thing where we can't go back from protecting the computers that are at home with a GoGuardian right. or a, a Securely or what all the different products that are out there. So I don't, I think when you, if your audience, Brandon, of this, this uh, podcast, our tech directors don't, bear the burden on your yourself. This is a district issue. Mm -hmm. um, Bringing your superintendent, assistant superintendent, business manager saying, we have to continue this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to argue or debate this line item because this is just what we do. Um, and if it's tech, if it's, if it's assistant superintendents, it's a problem for all of us. I it's was just so going to say, I agree yeah. with you a hundred percent, but when you only have limited funds I, that are, that are I, coming I, from I, the totally state, 
you know, that's, it's going to be, you know, are we having a SmackDown to see whose, whose line items are going to be funded? Um, Absolutely. You know, it's unfortunate, but I agree with you that it, it's a curriculum and tech issue. It's not just a tech department issue, but I mean, ultimately, where are the funds coming from? Yeah, yeah the yeah. size of the pie hasn't changed, right? The pie is I, still the same size. Right. And now we're trying to cut it up into smaller pieces. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I just think it's that careful yeah. of what you're purchasing, or I tried to be, and I'm sure you all were the same when teachers were reaching out and saying, Hey, I want to try this. And I asked them before they tried anything this spring, send it to me so I can vet it to make sure that privacy issues are, you know, aren't a, a problem. And that kind of helped control things a little bit before they jumped in and use it. But there was a few things. You know, the vocabulary or cami that I can't sustain the cost of those. They're just way too high. And I know you're all in that same boat, but trying to be as careful as possible. So as we got to this point, how do we afford? But still, it's out of control. And how, how do you continue to move on? And I'm sure you're all in the same boat. Budget this year is really rough. Uh, you know, a lot of businesses were closed. There's nobody supporting us. Money in the town is down. So everybody's feeling the impact. So it's it's going to be interesting it, it, for sure. And I don't think we're done this year. And, and also, that being said, how do we know what the instructional mode is going to be in September? I mean, we're all still walking around with masks, which we never expected to still be in this situation at this time last March. Who would have ever dreamed? So what do we, we don't know what September looks like. So how do you figure that out now in budget season, what's it going to look like? What do I need? What are the teachers are going to need? Who knows? So you have to kind of go with what, like Karen said, the, the best practices, what's worked, what's made the most impact, what can we keep and, and really pick and choose? Yeah. You know, we left on March 13th, uh, <laughs> kind of thinking it would be a two week shutdown. Right. And here we are in week, right. week 40 something, um, which I guess sort of brings us to the next point, which is, you know, what sort of things have you needed that you never really would have expected? Uh, I, for one, started purchasing writing tablets for math and science teachers. Uh, never in my mind would I ever have thought that we would have been purchasing something like that. Uh, we've had world language teachers that wanted document cameras. Again, uh, you know, sort of a surprise. Um, and and the final one, and I guess this, and this is the one that has been the most difficult, is live streaming of classes. We've had teach. We have some teachers that have volunteered to live stream their classes. Uh, we've had others that are full time educators who are home and teaching to their classes who are in our buildings, but they are live streaming from their home into their classrooms. Um, mm -hmm. So the kinds of things that we needed to make that work, and uh, I'm just kind of throwing it out to the group here. What sort of things have you seen in that realm of you know live streaming or or surprises? Wow, we talk over each other, and now we're no one. <laughs> not a really good model. Of, 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 I caught everyone mid-drink. All right, I'll, I'll go. With it. No, we're but, waiting for you um, to go first, Jonathan. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll, go yeah. I'll, go, I'll go. Um, I found that, um, you know, depending on a Chromebook for a teacher to do live streaming and other things was just not happening. I know there are districts mm. out there that teachers have Chromebooks. They don't perform like a, a PC or a Mac or something with some more a processor. So making sure they have legitimate computers, it's a little touch and go with the Chromebooks. But the other thing we had 
we had we just were able to pull out of the trash, which was fairly popular, was a second monitor to teachers <laughs> yeah. uh, to extend the extended monitors. So we had stations that were on their way out the door and literally in the garbage heap um, that we kind of got more life out of because we extended the the screen and the teachers loved it. Um, just as you mentioned, the document cameras. Um, the kind of the whole setup in the classroom risers for the for their uh, for their computers um, things that you wouldn't expect they have a you know beautiful setup to to do our, our district chose to bring the teachers to us uh, they come in and they're in their empty classroom when we were full time remote and the cohort days we do the A B days but right now we're in the middle of a, a full shutdown except for the teachers that come in. Um, I know some teachers, but we've had situations where teachers quarantine and they broadcast from their home to their classroom with a uh, an assistant in the classroom to monitor the kids. But the teachers on the, the screen teaching the kids. Um, I loved one situation. I walked by a room and the teacher was reprimanding two kids in the back of the room because they don't pay attention or whatever it was from their screen at home so i'm like this is great this is this is the future of education i'm i'm like uh, i'm remote disciplining my children from far away so it's, it's just it's, like it's the apple um, ad from I, 1984 I we, right? we we had arrived yeah the teacher could see the kids and say you know you two are always doing this and i, I thought that was just a funny thing that the teacher had full control with a ta in the room monitoring the actual human bodies in the room you know but um uh, that's so the the addition of those things the the setup of a teacher wasn't as specific and grand before covid as it is now and that is getting them a full kind of a, a full command center if you will with monitors and chromebooks and plugged into smart boards and things like that so it's a real kind of cool thing that they have um so that's the we're addition not, we're, we're not quite as cool as as you are in Dartmouth. we, we are know? cool in Dartmouth. it's one thing <laughs> you we don't quite have the same setup you we know, know that we, about you. we do have you know all of our teachers have laptops um and we had to you know make sure that our power professionals had mm. devices as well they had you know kind of the hand-me-down laptops and then they were just so slow we tried to give them the chromebook but as you said sometimes the chromebooks are, are challenging for some so we've we've been back and forth so i think just the sheer number of people who needed an extra device that was a little bit of a surprise but also um tech support uh, for parents was it a little bit of a surprise um i mean not that i didn't anticipate the the level of need i knew it was going to be something yeah. but i didn't know it was going to be yeah to the extreme um especially when we came back to school in september so we had implemented a new software program and actually set up like a guest tech support request we don't have phone lines like a like a call-in tech support so the the sheer volume of emails and tech support requests that was a little surprising i'm not gonna not gonna lie um so and then also like just little things that made our lives easier you know like um like the tape that you use to print off uh, students' names and serial numbers and, you know, to do inventory for different things like, oh, we need to get more tape, like those kinds of things, just silly things and scanners and such, trying to make our our processes more mm. uh, streamlined, right? So 
I think we've come a long way in a year. And definitely we just got a shipment of um, um, new document cameras that we're gonna be handing out to teachers. So I think that will make a difference. But again, that was a, we ordered way back when and they just came in, Mm. you know? So we're talking, you know, months it's taken. So I guess I'm not surprised by the draw on technology. And I think everybody trying to get what they think their teachers and staff need. And it's almost like putting a blindfold on and shooting at a dartboard because you're you're hopeful that you're making the right decisions. Um, in terms of live streaming, we don't have that experience in Norton, so um, I am eager to hear what what Colleen has done and you as well, Brandon. So for me, I you know coming on board CCONC last year in this role, um, I've now decided I'm going to go work elsewhere. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) I I joked that I was going to be a greeter at Walmart. Um, But no, um, what was the biggest thing is I came into a district and teachers were using Macs. And I thought, holy cow, how the heck are we going to afford to refresh those because they had been purchased in 2015? This is 2019. I don't have that kind of money. Mm -hmm. And so going into the 2019-2020 school year, rewriting the tech plan, um, in tech meetings, we decided that we weren't going to buy as many Macs and we were going towards Chromebooks and Windows. And I had come from a district with Chromebooks, but they also had desktops. So I figured we can do that. Well, that's totally scrapped because we now know that's just not a good model to go with the Chromebook. So we bought with the care, some of the CARES money a lot of Macs to refresh our teachers. And so that was a huge expense that I didn't expect, but it also helped incredibly buying them for paraprofessionals. So we, I wanted to do that, um, but I figured we'd start with one school. We got them for all, so that addition, but that's been great. I think that's probably been the most positive thing that has happened because of this. Our teachers have jumped in and done it and figured it out and the paraprofessionals, and they are just leaps uh, ahead of where they could have been without the shutdown as far as professional development and their tech ability and their skill level. It's, it's incredible. And they're still learning and they're, and they're so gracious when you teach them anything because they're so willing. Um, so I, I mean, for that, I'm so, <laughs> I've always been happy that for that shutdown because I think it, it made a huge difference for them. We bought, you know, a lot of different things, you know, filling in where we could, um, I, I, I don't know, endless amount of stuff. So I'm not surprised. It was just to whatever would work to make things go. So now we're in the middle. We started a pilot in dis, early December for anyone interested in live streaming. We're trying to up the numbers, up the engagement, especially when a kid is quarantining. They feel really disconnected from the class. So we're really trying to get teachers to live stream a little bit more and very little trickling in for folks that wanted to jump on board but since break, more and more, are I've been handing out Chromebooks all morning to teachers. They're excited about it. They're seeing the benefits of connecting with the kids at home. I was in uh, with the third grade group this week. I had set them up two days ago. So I was just checking in. How you doing? And they were like, love it. It's, it's, this has made such a huge difference. Um, high school teacher is saying, you know, they, didn't, they were so concerned about covering all the material for AP. Um, or other classes, you know, they're now seeing the benefits. And my original plan back in July was I'll get every teacher an iPad and a tripod. It's future proof. They can use it for other things, creativity, but they can also live stream. That would be perfect. 
well, we just decided not to go live stream. So that got scrapped. So that money was gone, spent on other things. Um, so we actually ordered additional Chromebooks that was going to be part of our refresh and I'm handing those out. So teachers have their Mac or Windows device and a Chromebook and that's their dual monitor. And then we've given anyone we have incentivized for any of the teachers who jumped on our pilot, um, given them $100 and they're purchasing some techniques that they need right away. So we've been looking at even a standing desk to position the the um, device or ring lights and X pens or any of those things that might make their life easier in instruction. And I'll take some of those models and fill that in hopefully with uh, the other teachers as they continue the live stream and pick up on board. So we know we're gonna set in place by January 19th, um, a certain number of hours that we are live streaming in every classroom across district. So every teacher will have two devices. I think that will be great. They weren't going to before, but now they can have one that's connected to their, their projector next year. If we are in person, they can take the other one back and forth with having to plug it into the projector, unplug it, it will make it a little bit easier. So um, another good thing that came out of the whole mess. Yeah, I know for us, we we had some teachers that were working in their homes and live streaming into the classroom. Um, starting at the beginning of the year. So we had a learning curve there. And then we've had some teachers who have had to quarantine, but but felt well enough because they were asymptomatic that they wanted to live stream in too. Uh, yeah. So, you know, some of the things we had to figure out were, were sound issues. Uh, it wasn't like, you know, we had the can we had the the laptop that could sit out in front of the desk and the kids were on board and we had a staff member that could um, go in there and co-teach. But it was, you know, oh, there's this horrible echo. And why do we have this horrible echo? And the reason was we've got ceiling-mounted speakers um, mm -hmm. that the teacher's voice is coming out of. So that voice is then being amplified back into the microphone again um, from, the, from the laptop. So we had to get external microphones to supplement mm -hmm. that. So that was, a, you know, like, a, now what do we do? Someone brought in a microphone and it worked. So then it's a scramble for microphones, right, um, as everything else has been. So... Um, yeah, I. It's tough to look right now at the future, quote unquote, and and figure out what we really need to go forward, um, because we've been, we've kind of been playing catch up um, in some ways, and we've tried to put out fires in other ways, and, and stay on top of things to try to be proactive. But it's so hard when the target keeps moving. It does, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. It does. It does. We, we don't know what September will bring everyone back. Uh, I, I wrestle with the idea of re, of retrieving all of the Chromebooks in June, oh. uh, whether it's the, the thought of it. Uh, some part of me wants to put my head in the sand and say, I don't want to see them because I'm sure their condition will be a little bit worn because before they used to live in carts and their their lifespan was much greater because it would be a very controlled environment. Now these Chromebooks have been around back and forth from home, and it's great that they're being used, but I just have a feeling there'll be a lot of casualties. So I'm looking for that. And I'll look to Skit to for people. That's one thing to make a plug for Skit, too, is to hear testimonials of special groups. You mentioned a tablet, Brandon. Um, we had modified some iPads so that you could write and, and project at home and stuff like this. So little projects that have come out of it with teachers – um, and we were fortunate, like uh, Colleen, you had mentioned you guys had purchased 
Chromebooks like right before the onslaught or, you know, just like, and you're almost like, oh, that was lucky. You know, it's like buying yeah. stock before. It, well, we it did, was so awesome. <laughs> we did the same thing with tech teachers. We have one at every level, mm. every school. We have a tech teacher. It was like buying Apple stock at $30. It was yeah. like, it was just because you, you got it in the ground floor because it just happened and it was just dumb luck and we we're planning and the whole thing. But at a time when they were never more valuable, I've got the five most amazing instructional tech people that have been there for the little stuff. Yeah. The little stuff yeah. is what, you know, the devil's in the details. So it's it's just like they've been really there to guide the teachers through this, the process and make the little setups and all this other stuff. So that uh, we couldn't have done with the tech people I have. There's just not enough people to go around. Right. Right. I, I remember the same thing with our Chromebooks at the end of uh, at the end of last fiscal year. Uh, our, my superintendent had said, well, why don't you get a price on 500 Chromebooks just to kind of, you know, get ahead of this thing? So so I got a price for 500 and I bring it back to her and she goes, you know, how about 750? Wow. So I so I come back with the price for 750 and she goes, what about 1800? Wow. <laughs> and it oh, just yeah. was like, we're like oh, sure. wow. Okay. Oh, sure. Absolutely. No problem. And then it was and then it was the. I don't know if you've seen Argo, um, the movie with Ben Affleck, where they're trying to yeah. escape the Iran, uh, Iranian hostage situation. And basically, yeah. at the very end of the movie, the plane is sort of barely taking off, the sure. cargo plane, and they figure out that the the main characters in Argo, this, and it's based on a true story, that they're actually in that cargo plane, and they're kind of chasing them down the runway. That was us with the Chromebooks at the end of last Just year. Like, get out. Yes. Yeah, we got them from Gov Connection, and a shout out to Sean McFadden, who was a college classmate of mine, and hooked us up sure. big time. Yeah. But it was, you know, once those got dropped off at our school, and I tracked that thing like I've never tracked a package before. Um, and, I know it's and, amazing. But yeah, we got we got lucky. We really, really got floor. lucky. And there are other. And I feel like we got lucky too. Same situation, but we were even earlier because because we were in that process of that one to one mm. planning. I purchased quite a bit, and then it was just okay. I have more money. Cares is here, and right away purchased more. So it helped. I think the last two hundred was part of one of the grants that mm. came in a uh, week before Christmas. But we yeah. were that was extra. Yeah. So we were already yeah. well in yeah. advance and had it all in in house. And it was like, phew, I don't have to wait. Right. So I know some of some people are getting thousands this month or last You're month. Still right? waiting. Right. I know it's amazing. Right. You're yeah. Still waiting. Yeah. I I personally I think mine were on um, Bob Kraft's Patriot plane that brought back the <laughs> all the math because I got mine right before the rush too but I don't know how they got out of China so quickly but they got out they, there was one the state was had uh, done they asked if you wanted something I should have bought a thousand but you, you were able to say how many you wanted so mm. I put a few hundred in but uh, yeah it's been tough we've waited um, we have a cluster that will be extras because they break uh, that were ordered. When was it? November, and they're coming in March 18th. So it's just like wow. this. Mm. I think it's more dependent on them, you know, right. that you could continue on without. Right. Sorry, Ken. No, I actually had a um, a really, I guess, good fortune. Um, we had our, I guess it was the tech grant, and we had some money that we needed to spend before December 31st. Oh, but yes, I know it's been extended, but we were under the assumption that we had to spend it by December 31st. So I had the good fortune of just, you know, getting an email from a vendor who said we have these in stock. And I reached out and said, Hey, do you have, you know, 225? 
which is for us enough for a grade level mm-hmm. plus those repairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did. And I literally got them within a week. And wow. I think it was just because it was a small number, you know, and they were, I ordered and they were here before, I think it was like the 20, maybe the, the 23rd, 24th, probably the 23rd. Um, but I think to myself, that's just sheer luck because we've got districts much larger than, than our districts, because I mean, let's look at this. We're all from very small districts in the, yeah. in the big scheme of things. Um, you know, if I was in a, in a, a Worcester or a New Bedford, Fall River or Boston, you know, I don't think we would have gotten so lucky um, to be able to get that share volume, the numbers that they need. So I will say too, one thing that I didn't realize, we did buy headphones for all of our elementary students because I was thinking, you know, when they come into the buildings uh, and they have their devices, oh my, you know, uh, I was a former technology teacher and I remember being in the computer lab and there's nothing like a kindergartner who has a set of headphones on, right? And they are like screaming at the top <laughs> of their lungs because they have no sense, right? So I, I thought, oh my gosh, well, either the poor classroom teacher is going to have these new devices with these kiddos in the class. They're going to be screaming, you know, or, or you know, excited, inter, you know, involved in whatever new app or program, or we can at least have them just, you know, randomly yelling with the headphones on. So that, that has worked out. Um, so anyway, so I, to, to finish up here, um, because I know you, you're all, uh, you're all busy right now, especially (laughs) you're busy. We're busy all the time, I guess. Uh, what has been the, the thing that you're most proud of coming out of this? Um, Do I, and, first and I can start because I, I, I have, pre- oh, thank I, you. I thought about this question ahead of time. So, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you think about what, um, so for me, the thing I'm most proud of is that our, our staff have gotten to a point where we're no longer giving presentations on just tools. We're not just saying like, Hey, here's Google docs and here's how to make a hyper doc. Right. We've gotten to the point now where we're talking about, um, doing presentations on, uh, pedagogy and things like how do you level up your tech lesson with the SAMR model? Um, how do you take that thing and turn it into a, an evaluate or a create or an analyze with Blooms um, using your technology? I think, and for us, for the last four years, a lot of it has been like, hey, try Pear Deck's flashcard factory. It's really fun. It's mm-hmm. engaging. Your kids will like it. Uh, it's a different way to learn. Now we're looking at saying things like, okay, you have your kids doing a slideshow presentation. How can we level that up um, and think about that in our daily lesson planning? Um, So having had that conversation with teachers has been, for me, the most exciting part. I think it's something that I think in the way you word it, uh, I don't know if I'm proud of it or as much as I'm happy what happened, because I think what what's happened to educational technology is it it just exploded because mm. there was a need i mean we were de- everyone was brought to their knees and we had to do this i have teachers that have stepped up that i didn't expect to step up because we've had to and they've the ones that have have always had technology from a distance 
realize I can't survive without this. I have to go full boat. So I don't think I did that. COVID did that. But but I think it's it's the human element, you know, the, the human condition rose to the occasion. So that's the one I'm most happy about in this situation where you're not trying to sell the technology mm -hmm. to teachers like I have in the past over my 25-year career. But um, you're almost trying to keep up. And it's it's one of those things where uh, that's a that's a good thing. Colleen, I think there's so many things. Mm. I mean, just how far advanced we've come has been, probably been the best possible thing. And the thing that I mean, I can't take credit for. Um, certainly, it's COVID, but it's. I think I'm so proud of the teachers and their willingness. Um, to jump in and just do and be flexible. Uh, I know it's difficult. So many of our teachers had absolutely no technology skills. Mm -hmm. um, this was still, although they had some devices in their classroom, technology was still very new to them and they had very little training. So it was like, you know, giving a new baby <laughs> a tool and telling them to figure it out in some ways. But they they have and what they've done and, and what they're continuing to do and how excited they get when something works and and they're willing to try and and we are beginning those talks of pedagogy which I'm hoping will continue to grow and head in the direction that you are Brandon but it's it's so nice to see that I think that's been great I've also I think I'm really proud of the way that everybody came together and just did it I mean. I still think about March and the way it looked out my back door and how we were just like, you know, we were actually at my budget meeting the other day, we were all laughing, the superintendent and business manager and I about, here, you have a Chromebook, you have a Chromebook. I, I felt <laughs> yeah, like Oprah. Right. And, but it was so great. And that wouldn't have happened without the incredible team effort. I mean, every single person from central office jumped on board. I mean, superintendent was outside in the rain and snow, handing out Chromebooks and talking to parents. Everybody was, it didn't matter who you were. And that I think is the, those two things are probably the best possible things that could have come out of this, seeing that teamwork and building those relationships and making them even stronger, especially as a new person and seeing the, the leaps that the, and the growth that the teachers have endured. Yeah. Karen. Um, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm proud of our staff in Norton for taking risks um, yeah. yep. and, and maybe being a little bit more honest about their, their comfort level with technology where before they might not, you know, they might have tried to hide a little bit. Um, there was no hiding, you know, at the beginning uh, when everybody was full on remote and even now. I feel like people have said, have really taken to our, our digital learning um, specialist and have really asked for help. You know, I think that can be a humbling experience, you know, if, if you're not accustomed to it. Um, and and some, some teachers new or veteran have, have had to ask for help um, with technology. So I think, you know, I'm proud of, of the staff in that regard. I'm also really proud of my team, and I know that you all are as well, but I have the best team, just saying. Um, my technicians and network administrator and um, the way that we were able to come together and not kill each other, um, but really focus on, let, let's get the job done. Like, mm -hmm. just amazing. Amazing when I think back. So, I guess that's it. 
I feel like I have the best team, so we should have like a competition, like an Olympics of IT okay. departments. <laughs> I would be happy to do that. Because um, I, I would put my my server technician in a cage match with any other technician. Listen, if it is a, um, let's set up the yeah. centipedes oh, for Chromebook <laughs> enrollment. I got the guy for okay. that. So okay. So I think <laughs> I think this has actually already happened, and it was called Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, did it really? <laughs> well, all of my memories usually come from movies anyway, Brendan. So, may, like, I do things that I think happen in a movie. So, <laughs> maybe so, it's so this is like ego. sort of half Revenge of the Nerds, half Anchorman. Uh, yeah. The, the fighting of the news crews. So, uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, Jonathan Galishaw, Colleen Terrell, and Karen Winsper. Mm. Thank you so much for coming on the Mass Q Get a Q podcast. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. I'm so glad we were able to do it. Yes, definitely. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks. And great. We, we will, we will talk. You all. Yes, and please listen to every episode. We will have a new one coming out in two weeks. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and anywhere podcasts can be found. This is the Get a Q podcast from Mass Q, here to educate, connect, and inspire.